following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Earthling. Uh, His Highness the Jackal. The Jackal. I'm going to pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of Virginia. <laughs> yes. Allow me to puff as well. Mm. Uh, Those are some powerful herbs. <laughs> giving me dark visions. Shall we pack this again? I, I'm not giving visions. I'm not sure if it's working, is it? Oh. Visions. Oh. Visions. Thaddeus, are you seeing what I'm seeing? You making a fool of yourself. <laughs> I think Jackal's a Rapino. I'm not sure, but he'll give it to you. Hold on one second here. The Jackal. Welcome one, welcome all, welcome friends, welcome foes, that is correct, uh, this is another exciting podcast right here inside Jackal's head, or the very dusty and creepy skull that sits on top of my shoulders. Folks, it is August the 1st, 2021, and I want to thank you all for uh, joining the uh, podcast here live on PSN Radio and SoFlow Radio. And I have a great show for you tonight. And I got some updates on what's been going on with moi, yours truly. Uh, joining me in a little bit here is going to be a good friend of the show and somebody who's been missing in an action uh, for a little bit, Mr. Tom Fry or Thomas K. Fry. As some of you know him, uh, or some might know him, is going to be joining me here shortly. And uh, on top of that, in the next hour, I have Dave Milner, who's going to join me. And we're going to talk about politics, folks, because there's a lot happening in the world today, and it's not good. Uh, first, uh, some... Uh, Things I wanted to get out the way uh, before continuing forward. As you guys I know, this is an audio podcast inside the Jackal's head. I've been doing a lot of video stuff also uh, with this show, but unfortunately, my uh, desktop computer that handles all the video stuff uh, had a hard drive crash a couple of, uh, nights ago, and it's uh, right now resting in peace. So until I get that fixed, uh, this is uh, going to be an audio podcast. I will post uh, a video, uh, you know, accompanying this on YouTube later on, but I'm not going to stream it live on video, um, just because I, you know, don't want to overtax my laptop, uh, which is a pretty good uh, Dell laptop. It's not uh, too shabby. It's an eight gig, um, I guess. Uh, notebook i guess would be the best way to describe it it's uh it, it's one of those silver notebook type laptops i mean it's eight gigs uh i7 uh, it's pretty pretty fast it's not it's not like it's a bad machine but my desktop is just like bananas i mean that's got 28 gigs of ram i7 you know motherboard is like one of the top in the line uh, which is an Intel motherboard. So, I mean, that has all the, like, the, the gadgets, gadgets, wizardry, and everything you want. Unfortunately, the hard drive took a crash. But, uh, you know, we we will get through that in the next uh, week or so. Um, so, that's on the technical front. Uh, I had a decent uh, uh, week. Uh, you know, some uh, interesting stuff uh, has uh, been happening, as uh, you guys uh, 
might know who are uh, following the show on a routinely basis. Um, you know, finances are not good. Health is even worse. And uh, just uh, to reiterate, please, for everybody who's listening in, uh, if you want to help out and become an angel investor, it's very simple. Just uh, hit me up on Patreon. Uh, that's uh, patreon.com forward slash Angel Espino. And uh, that's my name. Again, angelespino.com also is my website. If you uh, do want to follow along with the show and you want to uh, help out, you know, there's also ways to do it there through donating, uh, through PayPal and stuff. So please check out angelespino.com and uh Anything you could do to help really does make a, a big difference to keep not only the lights on and the show going, uh, but, to, you know, to keep uh, everything else rolling with the network. And, uh, again, uh, your help is, you know, really needed. And uh, I actually have to uh, be on the lookout for uh, an apartment soon. I'm, I'm in need to move out of where I'm at. So, uh, finances being low and work not happening because of uh, lockdowns and health uh you know i really do need the uh the help from you guys listening in so please uh chip in if you can again patreon.com forward slash angel espino now with that said the website is uh coming along great the podcast all free on there and uh, if you guys want to download anything you can go on the main site and download it for free so with that out of the way now uh let's get to some uh local stuff here uh some um and i say local not like in your localized area i'm talking about like spanish local like local in la cabeza some crazy stuff that's happening uh, and it's happening with none other than the Queen of the Damned, Nancy Pelosi, up in uh, Washington, who has really, I think, started to think that she runs the country. Like, maybe she does. I mean, we know Sippy Cup Joe is, uh, you know, not all there, and he's not in prime time. Yeah, as much as uh, my good friend Spud Goodman wants to pretend that this guy is all there, he is not. Uh, but with that said, I'm not going to hate too much, even though I can. Uh, but I will say that Sippy Cup Joe really, uh, I don't think, is running stuff. I think Nasty Nancy might be the one uh, pulling the strings because she is drunk with power. I mean, I have never seen something like this in uh, my entire 43 years of living, folks. Not seen somebody this amazingly drunk with power. Now she's threatening to arrest anybody who doesn't wear a mask who enters the House of Representatives. She doesn't have the authority for this kind of thing. I mean, like, who died and made the Speaker of the House... God, or the Queen, or the one who mandates law and makes it her will, and I mean, my goodness, uh, how far is she going to go with this? I mean, this is ridiculous. Now, uh, Representative uh, Masi and uh, other uh, are actually suing, uh, you know, Queen Nancy over her incredibly stupid mandates where she is going to start arresting these people. You know, this is all showing to her because they're having this ridiculous 
committee uh, assembled for the January 6th insurrection. So because of that stupidity, uh, Nasty Nancy uh, Pelosi, as I dubbed her, or, you know, as I nicknamed her, uh, Nasty Nancy is now, you know, just doing this for political theater. That's all this is for. She wants to, like, continue to mold the narrative. Mold what, you know, she wants you to believe. And it's all part of a wrap-up smear because they got nothing else. And they, you know, are on this big train uh, of lies that they've been riding on. This train, this locomotion that's, you know, been spewed for the last uh, five years since uh, Orange Men took the White House, right? And they keep saying, oh, he's a dictator. Uh, last time I checked, dictators don't walk away when their election is rigged and stolen. They stick around and they don't leave, okay? And they have military intervention uh, to avoid the incoming party to take over. As far as I see, Joe Biden is in the Casablanca. So how is Trump a dictator? But that's the mass manipulation the media has played for years with Trump now. And, you know, my uh, friends on the left, the poor saps have bought into it. Well, you still talk to these people and they still think, A, the, the Russian collusion was real. They think Trump is a dictator. They think all these nasty things, which are not true. None of this stuff is true, but they believe it. They doubled and tripled down on this nonsense, folks. And, uh, you know, this is why I love doing podcasting and still doing stuff on audio because I can really get into, like, some of this stuff uh, and just dissect it word for word. And I'm going to do something like that right now. I'm going to play you some audio that I want you guys to listen to and really pay attention to what's going on because... Think about this. If they could do this to Trump, if they could do this to Republicans in the Senate or in Congress or anywhere, if one person, nasty Nancy Pelosi, could take this much power to do what she is doing, what do we have to defend ourselves? I mean... She is basically, you know, anointing herself the Queen of America. Listen to this. All hail Queen Pelosi and her icy scepter she uses to probe the body politic. Uh, the House Speaker today making it official. All House members must once again wear masks on the floor. I wish they were those kinky, eyes wide shut kind. Wink, Nance. Many Republicans are furious, but if you question the Speaker's judgment, she thinks you're a moron. Pelosi made the announcement today after the congressional doctor, uh, Conrad Murray, gave her the recommendation, and of course she sided with him. A number of Republicans said they've had enough, including Texas Congressman Chip Roy, who exploded with Texas rage. Watch this. We have a crisis at our border, and we're playing footsie with mask mandates in the people's house. I mean, it's absolutely absurd what this body is doing, the people's house. It's an embarrassment. It's a mockery. And the American people are fed up. 
They want to go back to life. They want to go back to business. They want to go back to school without their children being forced to wear masks, to be put in the corner, to have mental health issues. And the speaker comes down here at 10 o'clock in the morning saying, we got to wear masks into people's house while we've got thousands of people pouring across our border and Democrats don't do a darn thing about it. We are absolutely sick and tired of it. And so are the American people. This sham of an institution is doing nothing for the American people. Nothing for the betterment of the people that send their representatives here. He's masked as hell. Uh, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy also said it has nothing to do with science. It's all political. So this morning, the speaker called McCarthy a moron. And then reporters later asked her about that. Watch. To clarify something from earlier, um, is Kevin McCarthy a moron? And if so, why? To say uh, that wearing a mask is not based on science, I think, is, is not wise. And that was my comment. Ooh, there's a difference between being not wise and being a moron, Nance. Reporters then questioned McCarthy about the insult, and he politely asked, quote, well, if she's so brilliant, can she tell me where the science in the building changes between the House and the Senate? That is a valid point because there is no mask mandate on the Senate floor. And as you may recall, this isn't the first time Pelosi has done this the past spring. Uh, she fined any member who didn't wear a mask in the chamber. Three Republicans are now suing Pelosi to get their fine money back. Ralph Norman, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's a wingnut, and our friend Thomas Massey here to discuss Kentucky Republican Congressman and House Judiciary Committee member Thomas Massey himself, author of that lawsuit. Uh, uh, so you, you sued the old bird, did you? Yeah, this is, uh, this is kind of delicious because a year ago she called me a dangerous nuisance on television. Not a moron, but a dangerous nuisance. So we filed in uh, federal court here in Washington, D.C. It's unconstitutional what she did. She's trying to use our salary to modify our behavior. And the 27th Amendment says you can't do that. You can't vary a member's salary. And there's another part of the Constitution that says you can only vary the salary based on a law. Now, a law has to pass the Senate and be signed by the president. But as you put it, she's Queen Pelosi and she's doing whatever she wants. And she goes in there without a mask in the speaker's chair. I mean, it's only, you know, the lowly, you know, backbencher Republicans that will have to wear the mask or pay the fine. So, but this isn't about us, Kennedy. This is about what's going on in the rest of America. It's not about $500 for three congressmen. It's about th this is going to happen to our school children and to people who are just going to work and to members of the military. And we're standing up for them with this lawsuit. And, it, you know, we're talking about vastly different Americas because Northern California, from whence Queen Nancy arrived and the Commonwealth of Kentucky, very different parts of the country, and people view the virus differently. And they also view the mandates differently right and but the virus doesn't view a cloth mask any differently in california or kentucky or in washington dc or between the senate the and the house does it that's right. You know, this is the same doctor giving advice for the Senate and the House, yet how is it we end up with mass fines in the House? It's somewhat ridiculous. And we're ready to take this all the way to the Supreme Court. I don't know if we'll win or lose, but I think we're going to win. And when we do, this is really going to hem in the power of the Speaker to control members using their salary. Winning! I think they're going to win, uh, to be honest. I think they're going to whoop some ass, whoop some ass. Uh, now, here's the kicker, and I really wanted to get to this before we get Tom Fry on the line here, and uh, he's going to join us in a minute here. Uh, but this is uh, hysterical. Uh, Ted Cruz, God bless him, 
uh, he came forward and uh, he has attacked nasty Nancy Pelosi. I'm talking about like he has completely uh, gone after her. And I got to really say that I am pleased with the fact that he has uh, taken it upon himself to, uh, you know, go and uh, really uh, just let her have it. And uh, you got to hear this. So this is him, you know, just ripping nasty Nancy a new a-hole, which she deserves, by the way. And I'm sure she has plenty of rips in, in that old uh, stinking uh, uh, World War II birthed a-hole of hers. We shall overcome. Deep in my heart, I do believe. We I think that might be the wrong... Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, that's the that's the wrong one. Yeah, that wasn't Ted Cruz. That was Martin Luther King. My you bad. Understand how power <laughs> corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Look no further than the other chamber in the United States Capitol. Speaker Nancy Pelosi is drunk on power. The orders that Speaker Pelosi is issuing are abusive and unprecedented. Speaker Pelosi has decreed to members of the House of Representatives elected by the people that if you dare walk onto the floor of the House of Representatives without a mask, I, Speaker Pelosi, shall fine you. Who the hell is she to be fining members of the House? But you know what? She's not done with that. She's not done with disrespecting our Constitution, disrespecting our democratic system that elects leaders. She goes further to the good men and women who work here in the United States Capitol. We are surrounded by men and women who have chosen to come and work for the public good. And here's what Speaker Pelosi has decreed. If you dare walk in the hallway without a mask, I, Speaker Pelosi, will arrest you. I will put you in jail. I will fine you. That is an absolute and complete abuse of power. She has no authority to disrespect the men and women who work here to threaten you with physical harm, to threaten you with imprisonment. And why does she do so? She does so for one reason, political theater. All right. Uh, so there you go. That's uh, Teddy Cruz ripping nasty Nancy a new one. And I'm telling you, folks, uh, she has it coming. I mean, how drunk with power do you have to be to say to, you know, the people of the House, the senators, Congress people, representatives who have, have taken the, the vaccine, who have taken the test, Oh, well, if you don't wear a mask because it's science, I'm going to find you and arrest you. And you know the only ones that are going to get arrested uh, are going to be Republican conservatives. They're not going to arrest Democrats. Like, AOC has no chance of getting arrested. You know, none of these uh, fraudulent left-wings have even a remote chance of getting arrested. This is going to be just to, to like, get some conservatives, throw them in prison, and start, you know, the the charade 
the wrap-up smear, the, the herky-jerky uh, bologna sandwich that they're giving you while they are completely are doing whatever witchcraft and witch hunt are doing with the uh, commission of January 6th, the so-called insurrection, which ended with only one person being shot, by the way, a Trump supporter by a Fed who was assigned to Nancy Pelosi. We know that much, but the identity of the uh, Fed, we don't know because they've never released it. That's the one time they actually loved the police, right? Other than that, stormtroopers, that's what they called them. Now, with that said, I want to welcome a person who is very familiar with politics. In fact, he had his own podcast, Blue Collar Politics, for a while. And uh, he's been MIA from radio, podcast, video. And, you know, I miss him. So, welcome, Tom <laughs> Fry. Welcome back to the airwaves. What the hell's been going on with you, bro? Wow, let me, uh, I, that's a good introduction. Um, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I started in uh, 2015 and never missed a week and did it up till um, December 22nd of last year where I stepped away from the microphone in, in, a, in a, a hurriedly fashion. And this is the first time I've been back on the air. Um, I've been fighting some pretty bad health uh health situation and we've pretty much got it back under control um at one point i was on almost 14 medications at one time and jesus I'm, yeah uh i'm back down i'm down to four so and that's including my pain medication which is two of them so i only have two pills that i have to take that keep me alive um for the most part i'm doing pretty good um now, we don't know how long it's going to last. Um, it's a losing battle, which uh, you know what that's like. Um, oh, yeah. With with your health. it's My sciatic nerve is being cut in half in my lower spine. Once that gets cut all the way through, you're, you're an instant dead man. Um, you, you don't survive that. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I got a few other issues. And I, I've got this terrible disease called cellulitis which pops up whenever it wants it, it's a um, disease that takes a single fat cell and in a matter of hours it'll make it 200 times the size it was before and it resides in your veins so um you know i i lost partial use of my left hand and i lost the use of a finger on my uh, right hand and i lost my left leg to it um, and it was all, it happened at night. The next day they were cutting off the body part. So if that were to ever happen in my heart or something like that, I'd be done. And it's part of the reason, you know, the conversation we had the other day is I want to get back to it because one, I miss it. And two, with all this bullshit I see going on and this misleading crap and, you know, and, and and because I haven't been on the air and I haven't been preparing a show, I've been able to link more and more stuff. And I, I had just when you were talking there, it reminded me. You, you remember the old uh, blue sticker, red sticker on the um, uh, mailbox when mm -hmm. they were marking yep. all this? Well, yep. It it with uh, with that principle, this whole thing that they've been pushing the the whole reason they're they, they keep miscounting this election and 
it doesn't matter how many times you count the fake data. The fake data is the fake data, so it's always going to come out the same way. If they would correct. Well, you know, but it's funny, though, because there is some audit stuff that's happening now in some of these swing states that uh, were, uh, like, let's just say, uh, messed with, okay? So uh, there's no uh, attacks later on on video on YouTube. Uh, But let's just say some shenanigans that happen in these swing states. We're starting to find out that, yeah, there's validity to it. There's truth to it. It wasn't a lie. And, you know, now what do we do going forward? I mean, they literally are saying, well, yeah, they did kind of like steal this county, which ended up being a major player in overturning this election. Well, unfortunately, it's too late for Trump. And I I hate the one to say that, but they're not going to give him the office back, okay? What they're trying to do now with this uh these uh, congr- congressional hearings that, oh, my God, I could not believe. I sit there and just spouting bullshit of, oh, we want to get to the truth. But yet they only <laughs> have one side of the people that were involved. If you want to get to the truth, you have to have both sides there. No, but here's the crazy part. This is how they get around that. They get Liz Cheney, who's a, a rhino, and, and a couple of the rhino Republicans, and they put him there, and they're like, see, you got represented. Uh, you have a couple of the Republicans. But they don't understand that they're putting people literally who never liked Trump. Liz Cheney, because of her daddy, has had issues with Trump for years. And this is personal stuff uh, because, uh, you know, they, there's just personal issues there. Now, yeah, how are you going to put somebody in there? Yeah, no, but like, how are you going to put her in that committee knowing there's a personal issue? That, you know, this is like when you're sitting a jury of people, like, say, for a murder trial, and you ask them, how do you feel about murder? And they say, well, we lo- I love murderers. Okay, yeah, that's the exact person I want sitting on a murder trial when, I, when I'm trying to defend somebody who is accused of murder. You know, it, you know, you just don't do that. You know, there's a common sense here. And, uh, you know, nasty Nancy Pelosi, and I was talking about this earlier, Thomas, hold on. I was talking about this earlier where she's drunk with power. She's just doing whatever the hell she wants. Look what she's doing now with this whole mask, uh, you know, shenanigans up in Washington where she's literally fining and, uh, you know, threatening to arrest Congress and senators if they're not wearing their masks. It's ridiculous. And, which that's illegal and in, and constitute you can't elect you cannot arrest a sitting elected official while they're in the um, Capitol building. It's illegal. You cannot do it. Period. There's no. All you can do is take them to the sergeant uh, sergeant in arms. Um, they're unarrestable. So first of all, all that crap. She the whole speech that she was saying means nothing. If you actually read the Constitution, <laughs> they don't care. That's the, I, that, that, that's the thing right there. They they have no, I mean, problem whatsoever going against the Constitution. They just don't care. They wipe their ass with that piece of paper. Yeah, maybe they want to smoke it since it was written on hemp paper. Who the hell knows? Okay. But. Yeah, but I mean, these people just 
don't give a crap about anything that is constitutional, legal. I mean, they play by their own rules to make shit up as they go along. I mean, this has been like this for the last uh, few years. And look, you know, we all thought that, you know, Trump, when he came in, oh, Trump is going to, like, straighten things out. But literally, when you look back at what happened in the last four years, they ate him alive. I mean, think yeah. about this. They, he had, yeah. and, there you know, were, I talked, look, I talked to, a, hold on, I talked to a lot of uh, people, Thomas, and they, you know, and especially my liberal friends who say, well, you know, uh, Trump is a, is a dictator. And I'm like, if he was a dictator, he would still be in office, A. He yeah. would not have, like, succeeded the, uh, the office. B, they say, well, you know, everything that's happening is his fault because he didn't do this or that about the, the border or Cuba. I'm like, you realize he was facing two fake impeachments. And he was being hounded daily by Nancy Pelosi and uh, the rest of the Congress. And he was trying to warn people in uh, January about the uh, you know, the possibility of this being a really bad virus. And they were calling him a xenophobic and a racist. They started all this crap. Uh, then, of course, you know, we had George Floyd and that whole incident, which, which did not help. But it just added fuel to an, an erupting fire, which was all being caused by the left. And, you know, even when we talk about the Capitol insurrection, which is being over-dramatized. Uh, you hear them call them terrorists during, during the actual thing. It called American citizens, which... This is another thing can't happen by law. An American citizen cannot be called a terrorist when they do something on American soil. In order to be a terrorist, you have to be a foreign national. Or uh, be declared a dangerous militia. Uh, then you can be called a domestic terrorist. That's the only other option. Right, but they didn't uh, use the word domestic. That cop right. just, just whining and crying about, you know... That's your job, dude. And he's oh, he no. The worst him. one who was the guy was like, oh, then some guy dressed like a bear, and he was so. Uh, and I'm like, grow a pear. I mean, really? It was. Then, let me see if I can find it. In my notes here, real quick. I want to because I don't want to say the wrong cop because he was. He, he was like he was calling. Wasn't it like Harry Dunn or something like that? Do you think? He was the. Black officer that was there. He's the one that was I, crying about the names. Yeah, I think that's Harry Harry Dunn. And the funny yes, thing about yes. that, yeah, Harry Dunn. By the way, his name is, and you're gonna you're gonna laugh at this. Is uh, also the character name uh, played by Jeff Daniels in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> For those who don't believe me, look it up. I think there's like an E at the end. Uh, that's the only difference. But, I mean, think about it. We have, literally, you can't write this shit as a comedy. I mean, you have a guy whose name is like Dumb and Dumber, Harry Dunn. He's out up there uh, crying like a baby uh, over something that was really nothing. Because, uh, you know, as far as I remember... Nobody got hurt except for one Trump supporter, and she was shot by a faceless federal agent assigned to Nancy Pelosi. Um, I, I mm. thought it was kind of funny that when they, uh, I thought it was unusual on this investigation that they interviewed every single police officer that was there for a minimum of an hour. So when you cherry pick the four biggest whiny people that you got, and then you march them in front of Congress in front of a thing, 
you then you get people and I watched this happen in front of my face and I tried to ask my mom is it is Dave and had her smoked and it's like you got to pay attention to everything mom because if you just watch this hearing and you don't understand what was going on with Floyd what was going on with the election what was going on with Trump a year before he even became president they were trying to impeach him before he even won the election and they were did not do a peaceful transfer of power and then they didn't allow him to transfer the power at the end by cheating the election and faking it so there was no so we have not had a legitimate presidency since Obama took office because that was the last time and I hate to say it because he's another big scumbag he's a a true terrorist a foreign national acting on American soil but that was the last time we had a legitimate peaceful transfer of power and ironically enough from uh, George W Bush who uh the only you know it was the only platform that Obama ran on was change remember change we're going to have yeah. change we need change from George W because he's ruined the country and all that turned out was eight more years of the George Bush eight years because well, yeah. he did absolutely nothing different. He just escalated the same uh, shenanigans because this is what the American people don't get. This is all a show. This is all one big dance. And when you understand that the players involved are using you as the stage puppets, then you start to figure out that you're being played and manipulated in a show. Remember they say, Thomas, that the whole world is a stage? Yes. Remember that saying? This is very true. And what you're seeing on the television, televised to your vision, what you see on there, what you see on there is to manipulate the mind and they've done this beautifully expertly and i tell you what it it's worked with a lot of folks uh, over decades look at the african-american community how they consistently vote democrat even though they've done nothing for you man and uh you actually ended up uh, for those who voted democrat uh, and actually voted for biden you ended up voting for an actual racist how does yeah. that work and who was VP comes from a family that owned and traded black slaves. Good job, black people. That's how you, you know, and, and the, the problem is there's a lot of folks that are afraid of cancer culture, Thomas, and they don't want to say these things because, oh, no, I don't want them to, like, point it out that I'm talking some real shit. So I'm just going to play along. I don't play that shit. I don't give a damn. They can't cancel me. Uh, I, we're all going to die one day anyway, right? Yeah. So, I, you know, that's the way I think this is going down, and I think this is the way it's been shaking. And it's all, uh, I've seen it before. It's called Venezuela. It's called Cuba. This is communism. It's, it's here, folks. Venezuela. Yes. Yeah, it's here, folks. And Nancy, Nancy Pelosi is one of the, the hierarchy in this uh, elaborate scheme. And, again, everything you're seeing uh, as far as the capital riot commission and the the talk about insurrection even though even though nobody was armed at this supposed insurrection except for like the people protecting nancy pelosi oh, and her constituents the during this oh no they they were all armed and 
there the the uh, Capitol Police's explanation of legitimately calling this an armed insurrection was the fact that every one of them had a pen or pencil on in their pocket, which they were calling the shadow. I forget what they call it now. The 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 where you can see like if you have a gun or a wallet, you can see what it is through your pocket. And the one cop was, yeah, well, you could turn, and he said it right there. He said, you could turn a pen into a thing. So every single one of them was armed. So that's where <laughs> they got their justification in the outrageous return that they gave people just, yes, they did push it too far. Yes, they shouldn't have went in the Capitol building, and they shouldn't have called the cops' names, okay? I'm not condoning what they did because that. As far as I'm concerned, that building's a national treasure and you need to respect the building. But what happened inside needed to happen everywhere. That was supposed to be the spark and not enough people reacted to it. There wasn't enough because I saw dude, I saw footage. I saw footage of people inside, and there was like an 80-year-old lady just walking around, wandering around. She didn't know what the hell was going on. People were like standing in line, you know, like with uh, the mm -hmm. rope, uh, like in the movie theater line. Uh, with Like actually walking in between the, the ropes, uh, like if they were going to see a movie. Uh, or like if they were in a, uh, like a tourist attraction or something. I mean, this is like the worst case of uh, insurrection I've ever seen where, I mean, if, again, if this was a serious threat, how come nobody got killed? Because they cried a lot, oh, I thought we were all going to die, but again, nobody got killed. Again, pencils, really, that's, pens and pencils, that, that's your weapon? I mean, uh, I, I guess, I mean, have you seen Batman the Dark Knight enough? You know, the Joker could kill somebody with a pen. Uh, or a pencil, uh, but that's a fictional character, which it, this is all fictional anyway, so it makes sense. Well, that's what I'm saying, is, is <laughs> the only way they could, because there wasn't real weapons, there wasn't this, there wasn't that, the only way they could make it to that felony two, felony one level, which they need it to be, in order so they can, in order to get what they want to do next to us, without us being able to defend ourselves is by using these small events, these insignificant events to change and write policy on how they can handle. And the end result is, is to keep anyone, any future Trumps, and I don't mean Trump himself, I'm talking anybody that does not play, a, play the piano the way they want it to play. And I'm sorry, but I play the keyboards. I don't play a piano that's an autoplay where you just follow your fingers with the keys. I actually play the instrument. They want you to follow along and play their keys. And they're doing all this is a scenario set up and where they will get what they want. And that is in 2024, they want their candidate to win. And then in 2028, they don't want another Trump. They don't want a real blue-collar American in that office that can take away their gravy train that they are filling their personal pockets with. There has not been a senator or congressman in there in the last 24, 26 years that has not become a millionaire after they were elected on a 
$80,000 a year job. No, it's amazing. Look at, uh, going back to the queen herself, nasty Nancy Pelosi has over $400 million in the bank. Now I understand she's a congresswoman out in uh, San Francisco, the happiest place on earth, full of uh, pipes and, you know, crack and all kinds it's of things. One of the largest ground. homeless problems in the country. Yeah, and she's done absolutely nothing to help that out. But the queen of the damned, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi, has over $400 million in the bank. Now, how does one acquire that kind of money? Illegally. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's the only way that you know, somebody in her position uh, over her career could actually uh, amount that kind of money because there's, you know, no tracking any other way, according to her own data meaning her taxes look what the clintons did inside of six yeah. months when bill clinton left office both their tax records were uh below nine thousand dollars income for the year for both of them yep. okay within six months after that fact in other words when bill clinton left office six months after well i'm sorry let me rephrase six months after she became the secretary of state they uh, classified as $464 million. Yep. Now, mm -mm -mm. How, without a job, how do you make $500 million in six months? Well, you know, Bill Clinton had like, uh, what, every speech he gave after he uh, left office was like for $500,000 or a million dollars or... And, you know, the book deals where they were paid $10, 20000000 million. The Obamas got a, a deal from Netflix. And they produced, what, a couple of shows that were, like, you know, even targeted as, as possibly, per, you know, promoting pedophilia, which doesn't, uh, you know, shock me. But, um, right. you know, this is how they make their wealth. I mean, because the left takes care of their own. So when these people leave office... That's what happens. These big conglomerate corporations take uh, pretty good care of them, and they give them money to do stuff, uh, appearances and whatnot. And uh, over uh, you know a few years, you know their income grows. But with uh, the Clintons, you also got to remember there was the whole thing in Haiti where the Clinton Foundation made millions and millions of dollars, and really they. I mean, they completely destroyed the, uh, you know, the 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 plans that they had supposedly for Haiti, and just took all that money and ran, and left the people there high to high and dry. And you know, like they're still like, what the hell happened? You know, like the poor Haitians. I mean, my goodness, uh, they've been through hell and back, and then the Clintons went in and took advantage of it. Well, that's and, uh, the Gates. They all went to the Gates School of Volunteering. Yeah, no kidding. The, the gates of hell. Because <laughs> uh, Bill Gates swore he was going to give away all his money worth to what uh, $5 billion, goes over to Africa to give away money and ends up doubling his net worth. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? He, he stepped down from uh, Microsoft, right? Like he's not yeah. running yeah, it anymore. he's worth like ten. billion billion dollars and that's not including the microsoft money which is hundreds of billions and i think oh microsoft yeah easily is worth over a trillion or one or oh two it should be now. yeah it and, should be and that was with i have an msn all right i am one of the last americans now granted there are like 40 million of us 
but of the, uh, the people that paid for Microsoft monthly for the uh, dial-up service when it was originated. My email address is npi25 at msn.com. You can no longer obtain an msn.com email address. So, but anybody that had one prior to it, MSN was so rich that they stopped click, because I had it on auto pay and it was since 1987. They stopped collecting the $20 a month charge for the dial-up fee and here it is you know 20 years later i still have that email address those servers are still on they will never charge me for and for as long as i live i will have that email address and i'm it's generational i can pass it down to my kids so until my daughter dies hopefully she'll live to 90 she's in her 30s <laughs> You know, she gets a free MSN email address that no, that you can't obtain now. So they have that much money. When you can just give millions of Americans free shit for 30, 40 years and not bad an eye at it. So Well, Google has the same thing now. I mean, Gmail, you could have a Gmail account for like ever. Right, but you, know, and... you can still get them and, and they could still be cycled. I'm just saying that. Right. It's specifically for people that had that. You never have to pay for that again. But no one else can get a new one. You cannot. Uh, it, it's funny. It's like uh, my buddy Gerald, uh, who does the Rabbit Punch show uh, we do on YouTube. He has an AOL account. I mean, Jesus. Oh, yeah. He has AOL. I mean, my God. I know somebody that still pays for AOL. Oh, my God. Is it dial-up? Yeah, well, no, it's not dial-up anymore. It's uh, it works with their satellite, um, but AOL still keeps the. They have a deal with Directway Satellite Systems, so is if you are out in the BFE country and there's no high-speed internet, which is still three quarters of the country, believe it or not. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, that still has no access to to. to true high speed so you have to get a satellite well you can still buy it through aol and that's their service not like 49.99 a month now but they did still working yeah but i mean if you're out in the middle of a cornfield and you got a way to have power and you can have high speed internet that's how all them sheep herders still have their websites online <laughs> wait it, sheep herders have websites online that's cool. uh yeah i, I got i don't know that when I was first getting into computers and I was doing DirecTV and Dish Network and realized there was no money in it, and DirectWay Satellite System came out, which was two-way high-speed internet over a satellite dish, we did a whole lot of them up in West Virginia and Kentucky back in the holler. So when I'm telling you it's sheep herders having high-speed internet, it's as disgusting as your mind will allow it to go. But that's how they had their internet site, and that's how they made their money. I don't know. I could go pretty dirty on my mind. I mean, it's a pretty dirty place in here, bro. That's why it's called Inside the Jackal's Head. Yeah. Triple X Sheep Herding. Oh, that sounds kind of fun, actually. It's just like adult action, only it's with... It's bestiality would be the political. Oh no, that that does not sound. No, that uh, that's, see, why that's I was just that's just fucked. That's messed up. Me, you made me go. See, that, that's obscene, man. Yeah. that's just wrong. That's, you would not believe. That's bad and that's wrong. There should be a new name for that. We, we're gonna call that uh, in honor of Kung Pao. We're gonna call that Badong. Okay. 
Just, I'm just saying that's badong. As long Bad as it's not badong, we're all right. It can be badong. Badong, bong, bong, dong. Hey, listen, uh, we we're gonna have uh, Dave Milner on the show in the second hour. Uh, wanted to ask you though, uh, what's coming up with you, man? What are you doing? What are you getting into? Well, Any felonies uh, that we have to worry about? Uh, you know what's happening. All right, we are a friend of mine, um, Randy. Oh yeah. Shatra. Yep. Cool. Uh, a friend of mine. He's my business partner, um, and we get along. He, you'll like him when you meet him. Uh, he's on our level. He understands what's going on. Um, we're going to start a radio show called um, Ocelot Unleashed. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, for anyone who does not know, Ocelot is a wild African cat, and I love it. And it's we're going off the rails. I don't care if I get arrested. I am speaking my piece on this BS political stuff. But I can't have the word politics in my name because that was killing us on the least listener count. Um, so we want to get out there to everybody. And, of course, we're going to be on PSN, so we're going to be right here on this network. Um, but as far as when we're going to be and what day and all that, that'll be announced later. I'm sure you'll be telling all the listeners and keeping everybody updated for us on, uh, you know, what and when we just know what we're going to do. We're just not sure when or how we're still working out those little kinks on it. I got this, the, uh, Marion County studios is completely rebuilt, um, made all new mounts, got all my wires hooked up the right way all my knobs are turned right and adjusted properly so we should have dirty more, yeah we shouldn't have any more audio hiccups but i'm looking forward to doing an unleashed show i just there's no rules and one and i want to say one last thing about um that i haven't heard a lot of people talking about that's amazing is you know they're they're spouting this global warming bullshit when we have been for the last twenty years we are cooling down at a at an at a runaway train yard rate. Um, if you look up storms um, in the even in Wikipedia and you look at uh, from two thousand two thousand ten from two thousand eleven to current, um, we're having fifty inch storms you know, five, 10 a year, they used to be every 15 years, we'd have a snowstorm with a lot of snow. Now they're, you know, six months apart and frequent. Um, so this planet is cooling down. And if they keep treating it as it's heating up, all they're going to do is make it get colder faster. And if it take it too far, we could end up losing a portion of the Northern United States being, uh, you know, the Arctic coming south. So it, it's something that we'll go into great detail on. It's something I've been following for years. And it just amazes me, this stupidity of, you know, people, well, because it, it hit 80 to 90 degrees today, it was hot, so it must be heating up. No, it's not what that means. You got under, the weather doesn't work that way. But And humans cannot control it. It's controlled by the sun. <laughs> So, well, so hold on. You're saying that Greta uh, uh, Thunsberg is wrong? <laughs> Are you telling me that the dropout with autism, who is yeah. uh, you know somehow a genius in, in climate change, is wrong? Yeah. 
First of all, anyone that I don't, I don't believe it I... is a moron right there. That tells you they don't have above a third grade level because, of course, the climate changes. The weather changes yeah, it's every a, day. It's been doing that for about, what, uh, 4.6 billion years, according to, yeah, like, uh, sorry, Greta, you might want to, like, go back to school, my dear, because apparently well, you do not understand that. Or listen to Ocelot Unleashed, and we'll explain it to you. Really slow. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting some battles on that one. Oh, I should be back in school. You have taken my childhood. Yes, Greta, go back to school, please. Nobody's taking your childhood. Hey, listen, I got to run. I got uh, Dave Milner on the waiting uh uh, are you going to be uh, uh, around uh, to listen? Because it's going to yeah, be a fun thanks show. For having, thanks for having me on. Um, I'm looking forward to any time uh, you want to have us jump on. I'd love to in the process of getting um, our show all situated. We're probably about a month away from actually um, doing a regular show. But I, I, I don't want to do the three, four-hour marathon shows anymore. I, we're trying to do it like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and like an hour and a half, hour to hour and a half each show. That way, it's uh, easier to prepare for, and it's easier to get listeners in where they can uh, participate in it. Good times. Uh, we'll keep uh, the audience informed on that. Thank you for uh, being here with me, my friend. And uh, we'll be right back on Inside the Jackal's Cabeza with Dave Milner on the second part of the hour here. So stick around, folks. I don't go nowhere. I'll be back. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Inside the Jackal's Head. And uh, we are live on PSN Radio, SoFlo Radio, and, of course, worldwide. As uh, the kids know, this is uh, syndicated not only there, but it's got, you know, it's got the YouTube stuff going. We're going to have the D-Live stuff going. We're everywhere, but you know who also is everywhere and who is familiar with everything we've been talking about tonight? The person on the line right now, my guest for the next hour, who I, uh, I've met, I love talking to this uh, this gentleman because he is an expert on opinions, not just his own, but opinions about what's happening today. And I tell you what, his opinion has often been very, very correct from our conversations. Dave Milner, my friend, welcome back. God bless you. Thank you for being here, sir. Well, God bless you, Angel, and thank you for having me on. Uh, to your audience, guys, Angel did a, a great guest appearance with us on EDL Radio a few weeks back. It just a star-studded monster of a program. And uh, I try. On... I try. You no, know. you did good. You did well, man. <laughs> you did very well. And uh, I urge you guys, go to blogtalkradio.com and just look through the archives. You'll find the uh, program. Just look for English Defense League radio show, and you yep. will find it there, along with our current series, which we are calling Satanus Ex Machina. And uh, I'll give you the, a bit of that later, uh, Angel, but I can't yeah, help. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get I, into I that. can't help but talk uh, just a little bit about what your friend was, was uh, what Tom was talking about earlier. Yeah. Great stuff yeah. from him. Great stuff. Yeah, uh, guys, um, one thing is for sure what this global warming thing is. I refuse to call it climate change. That's mm -hmm. weather. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Global warming. The planet's getting hotter. Okay. I'm in Burlington, Vermont <laughs> right now. And I'm on the total, almost total other end of the East Coast from Angel up there, uh, down there in Florida. Right yep. now, 11, 11 p.m., it's 62 degrees here in Burlington. Tomorrow, we're looking at 76. The next day, 79. The next day, 80. Oh, my God. Next day, 82. Oh, it's warming up all the way up to 82. <laughs> and Oh, the horror. Oh, my God, Dave. We're going to die. Yeah. It's a weather pattern. It's changing. You know, it's hysterical, man. And, and hysterical because it's hysteria. And it's just, uh, like I was saying in the first hour, you know, the whole world is a stage. And uh, these people are playing with our emotions and playing with our mind. And this whole thing about weather manipulation, yeah, they're doing it right in your face. Uh, but they're manipulating your mind into believing global warming. That's the manipulation because guess what? The planet's always gone through uh, global changes. It's been happening for 4 billion years. That's evolution. No, yeah, Baby. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It has. Um, and, I mean, just go back and look at, uh, on, and I can't believe they still have it on YouTube, the old In Search of program with uh, Leonard Nimoy that he had. Um, and uh, he was talking about, the coming ice age and they were doing the same thing using the same they were using computer models uh, ice core samples all of that stuff in the late 70s and they were talking about the coming ice age uh, guys you can find this on the internet as well it's a picture well it's a little um, animation of how the solar system really looks when the planets are orbiting the sun and they're kind of chasing it around and sometimes they get close to it and sometimes they get a little bit farther away from it. It's not just this beautiful um, circular thing that they do, you know, that, that the kids put up when they do a planetarium thing for uh, for a science project. None of that. So you mean the metal rods don't really hold the planets <laughs> together? No, they don't, man. It's they just don't. floating in an empty <laughs> void? Are you? Yeah. Is that what you're telling us? Well, yeah, the flying saucers run into them, so we can't have that. <laughs> No, Next thing you know, you're going to tell me the planet's not really round and it's like a potato shape. Well, actually, I, I love when the left says this. Oh, you people are <laughs> science deniers. You you don't even you don't even think that that the world is round. And it's like, uh, no, it's not. It's an oblate spheroid. That means yeah, it's it true. Is, that it is a little squished down at the poles, and it's a little pooched out at uh, the, at the middle in, at the equator, more or less, which is. Not unlike myself, but um, <laughs> you know it's funny though, Dave. And I, that's a that's a really funny joke, by the way. I'm gonna steal that. Uh, right. But I remember uh, Dr. Uh, Neil Tyson. Uh, the uh, I always butcher his name. Uh, you know, Dr. Tyson. Uh, he actually spoke about that, and everybody looked at him like, uh, "Is he crazy? What, what, what did he just say about the planet?" What do you mean it's not around? <laughs> What's going on with this crazy, uh, <laughs> this is not science. And, oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. It, the, the planet is not a perfect sphere. No. But uh, for our flat earthers, it's not a flat earth either. Relax. No, it, no it's not. And, <laughs> and a lot, a lot, some of those are Muslims, but, you know, we won't get it up into that. But if you, Oh, boy. The sun uh, itself has weather, and that affects our weather. There is actually a page, I think it's from NASA, and it's called Space Weather, and, and they look at things like what the sun does. 
the sun has has eruptions. It's got times when uh, it cools down. It's got, it has times when it heats up. Uh, it affects our weather a whole lot. So Tom was dead on when he said that the sun very much affects our weather. As a matter of fact, the um, the tail end of the last ice age, if you want this story, was responsible for the story Frank. Really, I thought Nancy Pelosi was the <laughs> one responsible for. I mean, she looks like the monster of Doctor Frankenstein. I mean, or the well, bride I, of maybe. <laughs> well, certainly she has the same. See, I've read the book. Certainly, she has the same attitude as Doctor Frankenstein's creature, because that's that's what they call it in the book. Is, is they call it, yes. they call it a creature. Okay, um, Mary. Shelley, she really is very ghoulish, like in her uh, appearance, isn't she? Like, she, and as the older she gets, I mean, it's not getting any prettier. No, no, the plastic surgeons are really having a tough time uh, trying to keep up. You know, yeah. but I, I'll I'll tell you the story if you want. Um, the uh, okay. We're talking about the year um, 1816, and in that was the famous. I remember it well. It was there. You, know. you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was born a little bit later, you know, but yeah. um, a little bit. You know, Lincoln administration. Anyway, um, <laughs> in 1816, <laughs> you can look this up, guys, on the net. It's it was called the year without a summer. Um, a lot of people died of starvation that year because no one could could in the Western world could grow any crops. Um, the um, it, because it normally the, the way the way people had it, you could store up just enough food to last the next growing season, and then and then you were good, and you had the harvest and everything else, and blah blah blah. Well, that that year, no one could grow any crops. There was actually snow in July in the northeastern United States. A lot of people starved. Now. Um, the poet Shelley, who some people are familiar with, married married a uh, a, la- a young lady, about seventeen, and hello, um, and they went off to Switzerland for a vacay. Now, in instead of just you know tromping around in the mountains in the summer, in that summer, uh, like they had intended to, because apparently that's what rich people did back then for a vacay. Um, Correct. Yeah, I they remember. were they were. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, absolutely, you remember. <clears throat> but they were forced. <laughs> they were forced to stay inside because it was cold and rainy, and uh, being bored like they were, you had uh, you had Shelley, you had some other writer, and you had Mary Shelley, his wife, and they decided to uh, get a contest together to write ghost stories, and that is where. Um, the original framework for the book Frankenstein, which was published two years later, was uh, was made. Mary Shelley wrote that as a quote unquote ghost story because of the year without a summer. Wow, I'm going to quote uh, Ed McMahon and just say, I did not know that. <laughs> or was that Johnny Carson who said that? Oh, it was one or the other. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, wild, wild stuff. But hey, very. I think very it was. Good. I think it was Johnny. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah I think <laughs> Ed was like, "You're correct, sir." There you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, no, but that, Johnny, that is that is interesting. I really had no idea about that part of the uh, the historical, uh, you know, I guess uh, mythology with uh, the way that that character was created. That's amazing. Yeah, it is, and and um, you know, again, it shows how well we've progressed as far as being yeah. able, um, to store food 
and uh, things of that nature. Um, we actually invented things like canning and uh, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, so um, we have progressed quite a bit, but uh, not as, not in our politics. Human nature hasn't changed, and you still have no. people like Pelosi, um, <clears throat> excuse me, like Emmanuel Macron in France, um, like Bobo the Clown in the UK, um, like that Jacinda Cow down there in New Zealand. All of these people who whose sights are set on power, and they don't give a rat's furry behind about the people that they're supposed to be protecting. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll add uh, Angela Merkel in there, too. But then again, yeah. as we know, uh, she was a communist to start with. So Oh, yeah. No, she's, she's, like, leaving the right. Like she's done, I well, think. Yeah, she's getting, she's getting on a bit. She's getting on a yeah. bit. And, uh, you know, the... Uh, the all of the migrants that she brought in are just tearing Germany to pieces. Yeah. Um, just uh, gang rapes on a daily basis over there, yep. and of course she doesn't care. She's going to retire in uh, in complete luxury and everything, and it's not going to affect her. And you know, now, here's a kicker, Dave. Uh, does that not remind you of uh, nasty Nancy Pelosi over here in America? Oh, well, sure. I mean, uh, the, the thing <laughs> you know, about Nancy Pelosi, though, is I'm, I'm not sure she's ever going to retire because she loves the power too much. I mean, that I really is think true. that yeah. woman is going to croak in office when she's about 89 years old or something like that, uh, holding on to power as long as she can. And th- this is going to frustrate the uh, the younger um, lefties because they're going to want to grab their slice of it and my guess is that they're going to do everything they can to um, to kiss Nancy Pelosi's uh, narrow behind, so that they can they can be the next Pelosi. They people think, oh, wow, wouldn't it be great to have Nancy Pelosi out of office? Wouldn't it be great? Well, would it? Because you have to figure whatever will replace her will be worse. That is true. Uh, that's unfortunate and, and uh, very true. I mean, I, we're looking at possible candidates like AOC. You know, that's not very good. Yeah, that's uh, sorry. I, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. There. Yeah, yeah, I know. Or, yeah. or, or, you know, Ilham, Ilham Omar. Oh, my, my yeah. oh, oh, man, he just mm-hmm. raped my childhood. Like, <clears throat> yep. Greta um, yeah, that's not talk about climate change, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the fraud squad, baby. You pick any of those uh, ladies, <laughs> and I use that term "ladies" uh, very gently because uh, they're anything but. Uh, but any of uh, the ones involved in the fraud squad, they're uh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, it, it, you're right. It doesn't look like it, there's going to be any uh, sunny uh, days uh, when it comes to replacing Nasty Nancy. That's why, uh, you know, we need them to flip the house in 2022, uh, Dave. I mean, look at, if people don't believe that she is drunk with power, like I was saying in the first hour of the show, I don't know if you were following from the very beginning when I was talking about this mask mandating that she's, uh, doing now in in DC where, oh man, I mean, I'm going to ask you, I mean, what do you think? When you hear stuff like this, where this woman is telling uh, these uh, senators and congresspeople, if you don't wear a mask, not only am I going to find you, I'm going to have you arrested. I mean, this is not only being drunk with power. like She's labeling herself basically the ruler and queen of America at this point. (laughs) 
Well, if if people actually did respect the law, there is there is no way that she would remain in that office doing those things. And you got you guys covered it very well. Um, well, you did because this was before you brought Tom on. You covered right. it very well. What Thank she's you. doing is against the law. It is unconstitutional. She shouldn't be allowed to get away with it. But here's the bad part. She's going to be allowed to get away with it because there, there are very few Republicans now in the House and Senate that, that have any stones. Uh, they're, uh, they're wrapped up in their consultants. They are um, basically um, taking the bribes. They're doing all this. I've said this, Angel, for years. Really, there's not a whole lot of difference between the parties here. When you look at Washington, quote unquote, society, these these guys, all of them go to the same parties. Their kids go to the same schools. Uh, they go to the same leisure activities together, whatever those may be. And they're, if they're not friends in public, they're friends in private. And the Republican Party that well the party not the people the party wants to be the loyal opposition in other words they want to just eh, you know kind of show up for the job maybe um, say a few provocative things on the news and that kind of thing the rest of the time they want to just lay back get their privileges get their money get you know get their little little uh, scraps of power that they're thrown and allow the left to run everything and meanwhile, they can they can say, you know, well, my, my last name is uh, is Cheney or, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm a Republican. You know, my last name right. is McCain. I'm a Republican. Yeah. See that R after my name? Yeah. No difference. There are very few good ones left, man. Yep. And I want to go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, continue. I'm just agreeing. <laughs> I well, on social media, I was looking at a uh, a review of a game. That I that I like to play called uh, Dave's X, and uh, it during the game the reviewer said, "Well, you know, guys, and let's face it, if um, uh, if Al Gore had been president, there would have never been a 9/11 and all of that." And my comment in there was, "It wouldn't have made one bit of difference." No, if Al no, Gore had been president. Yeah, and I said, "If you want to find your real life hero, look in the mirror." Yeah. Look in the mirror and look at the officers and the uh, first responders, the the paramedics and the people who mm-hmm. actually died on 9-11 trying to help others. You know, the, the people that actually were there and, you know, we use the term boots on the ground. We, right. the people, were the boots on the ground. And you know what? 9-11, for as horrific of an event that that was, Dave, uh, for at least two weeks... Mm-hmm. The country was united, man. It didn't matter whether you were black, white, Latino. You know, we all had each other's back. We knew what was going on. We knew who, you know, the th- we knew what the threat was. And you know, New York uh, was uh, you know, being led by Rudy Giuliani, and you know, they oh, yeah. you know, and all yeah. these people, and and they, you know, they actually uh, got together and they, you know, brought back. Uh, the Big Apple, and then of course uh, De Blasio and Cuomo happen, Ugh. and uh, it's gone to shit ever since. But you know, yep. for uh, for a little time there, it really felt like we might have a glimmer of hope, 
in this entire disaster that happened on 9-11. But then, of course, the Obama years happened, and, and you know, things have gotten progressively worse because 9-11 was really a Trojan horse for letting the enemy in and making it acceptable because... I think it's been really coming from like the 60s, 70s, and 80s, maybe even started with the hippie, uh, hippie movement. And, uh, you know, a lot of uh, the people that have been in power, Dave, not just Obama, but, you know, even Bush Jr. and, of course, Clinton, Bush Sr. I mean, when Bush Sr. was the vice president for Ronald Reagan, there was a lot of times they butted, head behind, butted heads behind the scene because of certain things that you know that happened uh where bush being remember bush had been around in politics as uh covert in many other uh positions for many many decades even before he was vice president and then president for uh, one term uh so when he and reagan were in office there was a, a few times where he went and butted heads with the president and reagan did what he did and, and it really cost the american people a lot of the stuff that happened like the war on drugs the stuff with panama i mean a lot of these things that ended up being bad for the country and uh you know led to uh, really just bad situations during the administration which could have done really really good for the country and reagan's i think reagan had noble causes when he ran uh, but the uh, i think the the play was already there from not only just the left but the rhinos who were all also were like you know in whatever the rigging was to turn this country into a communist country and now we're seeing the fruits of the labor of the last 40 years 50 years come to play and that's what's happening and it's you know they say well america will never become communist well here it is folks it's happening no, no you're absolutely right i mean this is what, what you just described was the political class on the move and yeah. uh and uh, you know bush the first uh, well, i'll just call it that was <laughs> was a member of that political class and reagan yeah. was not a big fan of his but Reagan needed him in order to bring in party support uh, in Correct. 1980. So that's that's why Bush became part of the team. And sadly, when uh, Reagan left office, Bush began almost immediately to dismantle some of the conservative policies and things that Reagan tried yeah. to uh, yeah. what well, tried to put in and did implement. And his son wasn't much better. His son mm -hmm. was the first to talk about Islam, how it's a religion of peace, and all this all this garbage. And then Obama, of course, came in and just seeded the Muslims in uh, not just in large cities, but the smaller cities, mid-sized cities all over the United States of America to where at this yep. point, no American has any place that they can go in this country where there is not, uh, you know, their, their little bit, little slice of Islam. And this was intentional on Obama's part, and it was helped also by the Bushes. That's, that's why I said in that comment, you want you're looking for your real life hero look in the mirror because it's it's down to us to inform people about right. the truth of everything because the media certainly isn't going to uh you spoke of communism well i mean <laughs> i mean the um the the cable networks and uh, downstream local tv channels might just as well be be russian tv which is um, which was um, what you know pravda for tv turned into Right um, under the Soviet Union. I mean, they might as well. They're all they're all saying the same things in a lot of cases. Hell, mm -hmm. 
Um, well, no, no, not not in a lot of cases. In most cases, yeah, I mean, yeah. Dave, I've seen I've seen clips where they actually clip out uh, segments of news from like forty, fifty outlets. Yeah. And when you're talking about stories, I mean, it sometimes is like literally word for word the same exact you know things that they're you know saying on CNN. It's like mm -hmm. they're taking their cues from CNN, MSNBC, and everybody yep. else is just running with the same exact phrases, words buzzwords mm -hmm. keywords mm -hmm. i mean it's ridiculous there's no original thought but when you look at it a lot and this is the crazy part because news is supposed to be you know bipartisan and non-opinion it's supposed to be just this uh, this is the news this is what happened and we have no opinion right that's a, a that's a news and a journalist is a person who gets down to find out what is happening, what the news is that's happening. But what we have now, it's not real news. When you talk about, like, uh, Anderson Cooper, Don Lemon, Ugh. Richard Madcow, and all these nincompoops on CNN and MSNBC, I mean, these is, this is not news. These, these are talking bobbleheads that are being told what to say, and uh, if they don't, they're going to get kicked off the air, and, you know, they have to abide by their masters because they're nothing but puppets you think fredo cuomo brother of andrew <laughs> cuomo is uh really legit i mean this is a dude who tested positive for the you know, the kung flu and then two days later was outside biking like whistling mm -hmm. dixie like nothing's wrong with me and then he gets mad and somebody starts videotaping him and he's like i'm gonna kick your ass look dickhead how about you Get off the bicycle and go quarantine where you're supposed to be. Or if not, if you're lying, stop lying to the American people. Uh, Dave, I actually heard a podcast that he did where he admits that everything that he says on TV is bullshit. He, he said it. So, he, well, okay, well, hold up now. Um, you know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to blow your flow there, uh, <laughs> Angel. But okay, so what you're basically saying is that um, Cuomo is the Alex Jones of the left. Is, is that what you're telling me? No, see, Alex Jones uh, is an, a paid actor. Cuomo's just a moron who's a puppet. There's two different things. And uh, the reason I say that is because Alex Jones... Uh, He's he plays the actor part when it comes to like he's over the top and he screams and it's Alex Jones Infowars, but a lot of the stuff he does say has a lot of truth in it, right? And he's playing this over aggressively act that he does, but he's doing it to give you some information which is based on some actual truth when you actually look at it, you know, like the stuff that happened and um. Uh, with the the gay frogs, remember, like, oh, they're turning the frogs gay. Remember, <laughs> remember that stuff. Well, it turns out that uh, it was there was a study two years later that uh, there was something in the water that actually was turning frogs not gay, but they were like turning them from one sex to the other, which is what Alex Jones was getting at. So while he's doing it as an act because he's kind of an actor, he is telling you some truth in what he's talking about, and. Cuomo is a puppet. Whatever they're going to, you know, want him to say, he's just going to say it, not because he's trying to get at the truth. He's going to say whatever the masters tell him. And even if it's a lie, he doesn't care. He doesn't want to feed truth. He wants to just get paid. And that's the difference. Uh, they both want to get paid, but one's actually trying to tell you truth. The other's trying to tell you a lie. 
So I guess, yeah, you know, you're right. Uh, that was a big way of me just circling back, like, you know, they circle back uh, in the White House now. And just saying, you know what, you're right. They're pretty much the same crap, it's, except one is trying to give you uh, nuggets of truth while the other one's just poo-pooing on the lies. Well, well yeah, one's giving you some <laughs> nuggets of truth while the other one's just giving you butt nuggets. I mean... Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, my problem with Jones... Butt nuggets, I like that. I'm yeah, steal exactly. That okay, well, go right ahead, man. Go right ahead. <laughs> now, my problem with Jones, though, is that while he does give nuggets of truth... He's actually testified in court that he really doesn't believe in the things that he's talking about. That's, and yeah, but, that, yeah, that bothers yeah, me deeply. Yeah. I mean, here here we are. Um, we're giving our time. And, you know, I, I know I ain't getting paid a dime to do the things that I do. This is my second show I've done. Um, and no problem because I feel it's my duty. And I, you know, being the unpleasant blind guy, I never could serve in the United States military. But I can serve this way. Uh, when I... When I say the things that I do, I do believe them. I do believe that they are the mm -hmm. absolute truth. Um, Same here. Yep. But it, it bothers me when someone doesn't do that. However, I will say that uh, Jones has done one thing, which uh, which I do approve of and, and give him respect for. He has um, he has been financing uh, Tommy Robinson, who is a uh, who is frankly a um, well a freedom fighter. And a truth teller and someone who has, expo has exposed the Islamic uh, the child sex trade in the UK. And he also exposed the BBC a few years ago, their, their biggest network there, um, for uh, political activities, including trying to get rid of him using uh, hard left activists and things of that nature just nasty stuff. We did a movie called Panodrama. And um, <laughs> passing that around and other things like that was part of what got him, myself, and um, a, a few, well, close to probably about a thousand people booted off of Facebook early in Interrupting and Alex Jones promoting himself. He does have, a, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He does have a, or, or Alex yeah. Jones trying to sell you all some vitamins and, yeah, minerals. yeah, some kind of vitamin drink or whatever the hell. Um, in, in his Rebel page, I will recommend this. Um, look for a filmmaker who exposed Muslim grooming gangs in the UK breaks his silence. This is very good. Uh, and if, if you're not familiar with Tommy Robinson, you should be because he is a man who has gone to prison several times because he has been exposing this stuff, been exposing the political class, been exposing political correctness, the very things that the political class can't stand. They can't stand a Tommy Robinson, and they've turned him into a non-person. Uh, non it took them 10 years to do it, but they have. And the one thing that we've been saying on EDL Radio is uh, – all right, they did that to Tommy Robinson, and sooner or later they're going to come for the rest of us. And after that, oh yeah, they're going to go for their yep. own supporters. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's uh, and that's just not cancer culture, folks. That's uh, it's a whole lot worse. Uh, you know, you, you know, you're absolutely right about uh, Alex Jones. But if you know, if we cancel Alex Jones out of the equation, uh, who do we listen to uh, that is? 
on the media front that we could actually trust. I mean, there's really nobody at this point. Mainstream. Well, well you know, I understand that Alex Jones has InfoWars behind him and all that, but there are still good people out there that are bringing you good information. Uh, mainstream, I would say, for instance, like on, on the Wuhan, um, that's what I call it. I don't call it COVID-19 or any other garbage. On the Wuhan, I would say one of your best people to listen to if you want to go mainstream is Steve Dace. And the reason I say that is because he's a data guy. He has been mm. crunching the crunching the numbers ever since this began. And he's exposed the lies of, uh, the, of the whole thing. All of it from the, the virus itself to the mask stuff to uh, and, and uh, the, you know, he began getting into the the um, the uh, particle infusions. That's what they are. They're not a vaccine. Uh, and he wrote a book called Fauci and Bargain that for a week was number one everywhere, even on Amazon. And <laughs> I mean, it was it was amazing stuff. Uh, this is a guy that I like listening to him. Uh, because he likes to refer to stuff that I that I dig on, you know, um, <laughs> um, comic books, superhero stuff. And then he'll go to sports <laughs> and mm. things like that. But he but he does um, he does risk uh, you know his his job. I mean, he's paid to do this stuff, uh, you know, on uh, Glenn Beck's network. Um, so I would say he's a good one to listen to mainstream. And of course, there's there's all of us. Um, including Ken McClinton of uh, TECN TV. Um, yeah. That that network you'll That's hear true. you'll hear shows from Europe. You'll hear shows from Africa. He's got two shows from Africa. You want to know what's going on in the world? These people have feet on the ground at these mm. places, and it's not filtered by some bunch of leftist um, uh, college graduates who have been indoctrinated. This is the yeah. real stuff you can hear. So there are a few uh, voices out there. And of course, people like yourself, for instance, um, I, you know, you, you have a definite connection with, um, with the entire Cuba issue, and I would send. People I to, surely do. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would send people to your show if they want to hear about that issue before, almost before I'd send them anyplace else. You know, it's funny because, uh, as my audience knows, I am Cuban. I was uh, born there, and I actually got here right as uh, Reagan took office. Uh, we did it the legal way, and a lot of my friends tell me, Dave, they're like, well, you know, how could you uh, be an immigrant and uh, be supporting Trump, and how could you have voted for Trump? You know, he wants to throw you out of the country, and I'm like, no, you idiot, I got here legally, and uh, I'm a citizen, I did it the right way, and my family got here legally, not illegally, there's a big difference, um, but the optics of you know the immigration issue is something that I think uh, is another uh, thing that we could get into and talk about for hours because there's so much going on there. Uh, how, you know, what do you feel is worse right now, the so-called inquiry into the capital or the stuff that's going on in the border? Ooh, that's, of you. that's a close one. I, I think the first is being done to draw attention away from the second, to be brutally Correct. honest. Um, yes. The first is basically just show trials and media BS, because uh, if it wasn't, then why can congressmen not go and see these prisoners? Uh, mm-hmm. All right, are, are they, how are they being treated? Are they in solitary confinement? One expects they are. Are they being tortured? We don't know. We don't have any idea. 
But this is something that the left is going to try and make a big show out of. And, and the one thing, the one saving grace for all of it is the, the ratings for the uh, for the committee hearings stink. People aren't watching them. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you, Angel. I would rather, uh, you know, since they take place during the day, I would rather watch, you know, Pawn Stars or Counting Cars, okay, um, <laughs> or something of that nature if I'm not working on shows, of course. Then, then, then watch this garbage because that's all it is. It's it's pretend BS, and I think there's a there's a hardcore of of the American people that are understanding this. Yeah, and I think it's, yeah. I think it's a growing core of American people that are understanding this uh, too. Yeah, to your to your friends who said that uh, that there was no support for President Trump among uh, legal immigrants, uh, you know. <laughs> Did they not see all the ads that were oh, made goodness. by yeah. illegal immigrants supporting President Trump? These people and go ahead. You know, no, David, yeah, let me just stop right there because you know that's very amusing as a, a immigrant myself because in Florida he won and he won big and I tell you what we're just a uh, you know one stop uh, in the uh, in. It, you know the expanding, uh, you know, part of the United States uh, that is that has become more and more Latino over the last thirty years, forty years. Uh, you know, it's ever growing, and I tell you what, a lot of the Latinos that have been here for the last thirty years are children of you know parents like myself. They come from countries that had communism, so it doesn't surprise me that he won Florida like the way he did, and he won Texas and a lot of these areas that have people that have come in here to escape that kind of ideology. But what's happening in the border is very different now because they're li literally they're bringing in people that are, and this is the, the most horrific part, a lot of them are sick, and you talk about keeping them in cages or keeping them quarantined or keeping them, you know, whatever. Uh, no, they're actually just getting some of these folks, and uh, they're shipping them to other states. And now you're seeing this Delta variant. And all these spikes going on. Yeah, that's because they're shipping sick people to these areas. There's no real spike. They're making the spike by shipping these people to these areas. That's what's really going on. But nobody wants to talk about it because, you know, they, they're going to keep you in the dark with this talk about the Delta variant and all these different mutations. And, uh, you know, being in Florida, we just had Don Madeline, uh, who's the Marlins manager, who came down with COVID and now he's going to be away from the team. He had it and he was vaccinated and now he's got it again. So what good is the vaccination and the, the mask wearing, which he's always wearing, uh, do? I mean, uh, you know, they want to keep pushing science, 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 and Pelosi with her science, science. Remember, this is a woman who pushed uh, mask mandates in her own city, and, and then she was seen in a salon without a mask and her, 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 her hairdo. Uh, fixed, uh, what was it, uh, middle of last year, uh, during the, the middle of the whole thing. You know, this is, like I said, a political theater. It's all it is. And I don't think there's any Delta variant. Uh, I mean, are you telling me that you could actually uh, tell some kind of mutation on a small-ass virus, but these guys still can't figure out who killed Biggie and Tupac? Really? I mean, <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, I, I we, love that. that yeah, this is not scientific, man. This not is, at all. This is not scientific. Have, dude, we have Dr. Fauci flip-flopping every week oh, with masks or this. Or that. There's no science behind any of this crap. Go ahead, Dave. Sorry. 
No, 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 no. Uh, you know, I mean, hey, it's your show, man. Um, no, <laughs> this is about as scientific as an episode of Doctor Who. Now, what's yeah, going on yes. right now in uh, in uh, in the media is, no, they're not. You you actually nailed part of the reason why there's a spike in in the cases. See, the left are trying to win both ways by bringing in the people from south of the border. Uh, they're actually replacing the people who used to vote for them, but uh, now begin you know now are beginning to get a clue. All right, the you know the Hispanic people, the black people, you know, the ones that are saying, hey, hey, wait a minute, nothing's any better than it was 50 years ago, practically in our neighborhoods, and you still want to do the same the same junk, but so they're bringing in votes. That's what they're bringing in. That it's not about. Um, it's not about any of this stuff that they talk about being compassionate, you know, when you hear violins in the background and all that nonsense. It's not about that. It's about replacing uh, the American citizen as Correct. voters so that they'll keep them in power so that this country winds up looking like uh, like Venezuela. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the thing they're talking about, the their their new uh, booger man, boogeyman, bogeyman, whatever you want to call it, boogie woogie. The booger, the, bo- yeah. the, the booger. He's calling him a booger. <laughs> or the boogers, <laughs> yeah. Um, is Is the person who refuses to take the particle infusions and refuses to take what they call the vaccine. They're right. blaming everything on us because uh, I've said already said they're going to have they're going to have to physically uh, carry me in and hold me down and give me that crap because I will not take it uh, voluntarily. Uh, and the people who don't want to take these injections have good scientific reasons. Some of them have mm-hmm. religious reasons. Some of them do, but but there are also good scientific reasons not to take these uh, these particle infusions. Uh, they're rushed out. The the actual drug is a chimeric, that's uh, described by Dr. Jane Ruby, in a uh, in in a great um, interview that Ken did with her, and I'll I'll give you guys that uh, that in a moment as far as the name of it goes. Um, and the delivery system is a charged nanoparticle, that uh, the effects of which we really have yet to see on a long term basis uh but and, and that is why a lot of people don't want to take these injections and they have good reason to not want to take these injections uh, now guys if you go to the um the rumble page of tecntv.com you'll find in there a uh, you'll find a, a a dynamite interview that he did with dr jane ruby she's an actual medical doctor and it says what every parent should know about vaccinating a child with a genetic therapy because that's what this drug is everybody it's it's a genetic therapy it's not a traditional vaccine uh, but they're blaming the people like myself like uh, dr jane ruby and people of that nature uh, for bringing out the truth and and to distract from what they're doing at the border in fact the white house um and what is about a week week and a half ago uh, decided it named 12 people, 12 doctors who have not been towing the line on this, uh, on the whole Wuhan lie as far as the uh, particle infusions go, and they, they've named them out in public. So tacitly speaking, they put a contract out on them. The actual White House has, that White House press secretary, that, uh, Angel, can I, can I just get off on a little side thing here? Go ahead. She, she, looks, like, she looks like one of those 
uh, freaky women that you find in a horror movie that, you know, she, she's like the next door neighbor right. and everything. And, yeah. you know, she acts, she looks and acts just a little bit twitchy. And then by the end of the movie, she's she's like, you know, slashed up three or four families. Yeah, and that's just what she reminds that's me of. Bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. I was thinking more like Chucky from uh, Child's Play met and somehow uh, had uh, sexual intercourse with uh, Mark Zuckerberg from Fake Book, and they had a bastard child, <laughs> that would be her. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean... Hey, it's 2021. Hey. They could have, that could happen. You know, yeah, like the left has made it possible. Yeah, anything can happen. I mean, the left really has some strange people speaking for... They're they're front people. I mean, she talks for Biden, and we had one we had one up here in Vermont. Circle back, be, yeah, yeah circle back. We had one up here in Vermont who became the governor's press secretary, and she used to be a local newscaster. And you you would really have to see her to believe her on on TV. She'd look up at the teleprompter with these, and even with my vision, I could tell with these weird eyes. And she actually scared me the first time I saw it. She looked up and I went ah. I mean, literally, that's what I did. Um, this, 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 this weird, you know, kind of, you know, half dead, um, half hypnotic stare into the into the teleprompter, so she could read her stuff. But the left really has strange people speaking for them, and sadly, um, the left also has some uh, some memes out there, some narratives that are working uh, to try and keep their masters in charge and what i described earlier uh, uh, making uh, basically trying to make non-people out of those who will not take this phony baloney vaccine is one of them you know it's funny you say that because they really do have some sinister looking characters when you like actually start looking at some of these folks uh it's almost like comic booky right like adam schiff jerry nadler I mean, these are like, they look like a rose gallery for like a, a villain uh, group of like somewhere in Gotham City. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, if you look at, at Zuckerberg himself, and you know, that's the Riddler. Well, it's the Riddler, but also, I mean, <laughs> it, sitting at that at that congressional hearing, um, I, I, I swear you could put an SS uniform on the guy and he would just fit right in. Oh yeah. I mean yeah. the. That just just terrible. And, and Dave, he spent he spent five hundred million dollars hoping to put drop boxes and all kinds of other things to help uh, you know, voting uh, harvesting and, uh, and and this was in twenty twenty. I mean, this guy literally committed voter fraud and helped a party win an election. I mean, you want to talk about collusion and, you know, Trump and Russia, Russia, you know, Russia, Russia, Russia for, you know, the entire four years. Uh, how about Zuckerberg and Facebook colluding with the left to, uh, you know, do uh, some illegal shenanigans with the voting harvesting? I mean, we don't even have to take it to the Dominion machines or any of this crap. Uh, let's just look at that one individual and what he did. Uh, really opening the doors for universal uh, ballots that are being mailed in uh, in these swing states to have it easier for the uh, guys doing the uh, harvesting to get the votes in after hours and do the shenanigans that happened. Uh, I mean, shouldn't somebody investigate this guy? I mean, what's going on? Well, 
this is the difference between what should happen and what will happen. Of course, he Correct. should be investigated, yes. and and uh, so should um, oh well, so should Bill Gates and and um, you know Bezos and all of these billionaires uh, who have actually made money during this uh, this whole Wuhan life, while small business people uh, all over the country have just had to shutter their businesses and rely on the welfare, uh, you know, it, which is which is terrible uh, we know as as people who believe in the capitalist system not not the crony capitalist system which is what's going on with those guys but the capitalist system as we know when when private business uh, you know has a uh, has a clear field and and can thrive and uh, when i say private business i mean the small and medium-sized businesses when they can thrive they can bless people with jobs and those people can in in turn um, you know, do the quote unquote stimulating of the economy because they'll buy products from other people. And, you know, it's just it's just a domino effect. It's actually good. That's not what's happening now. Uh, you see right. you see business, you see business and you see the political class working hand in hand. This is and, and, and in the meantime, that same political class promoting communism. Uh, this is the worst of both worlds. You know, you hit it right on the head, uh, and this is from a group of people that label themselves as inclusive and loving, and they don't understand that what they're actually uh, including into this country is going to end up destroying this country. Uh, they think that it's rosy and it's beautiful to say, oh, everybody has the same, uh, you know, this is going to spread out to everybody, but... Guess what happens when you spread uh, resources out to everybody without anybody working? Uh, eventually, you run out of things to spread out, right? And uh, when you put money as being worthless, guess what happens? Nobody has any money, right? So, no money, no resources, nobody wants to work. Uh, who's going to make uh, anything? Robots? Who's going to make the robots? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it was an uptake and uh, and actually clean the robots. I mean, uh, you know, these are little things they don't they don't think about. Like, uh, for, I love this, Dave. You're gonna you know laugh at this. Uh, electric cars, fantastic, right? Uh, they, you know, you know how you charge them with electricity, right? You know how you make electricity, fossil fuels. Um, there's no other way right now that we could do it. So for all you uh, folks out there who are like, oh, man, my car is electric. I am so good for the environment. Guess what? You're still using fossil fuels, dummy. Yeah, well, yeah absolutely. And now I, I don't know. You know. I'm not sure of this. Okay, so, um, you know, guys, don't quote me, but I believe that it was either the, um, the CEO of Nissan or Toyota who came out and said that it would be physically impossible at this stage to mm -hmm. replace all of the, um, you know, internal combustion engine automobiles and trucks and whatnots with electric because the, the power grid to support them does not exist. Correct. And, and that's the thing. I mean, until, until we perfect, um, until there's a breakthrough and we perfect things like, uh, like cold fusion, or uh, something of that nature, we're stuck with, with the oil and the gas stuff. Now, I agree, Angel, that eventually uh, oil and gas is going to run out. Certainly the easy-to-get-to stuff already has. Okay, but that's that's the reason why uh, industry needs needs to try and, and, uh, and perfect cold fusion. 
Right? Because with cold fusion, what do you need to uh, to run your vehicle? Water. That's yeah. all. Yeah, that's, that's it. All a cup of water, and you're good to go for a long ass time. Yeah, yeah, and and that's what should be done. But instead, we're we're messing around with this other stuff. And your mention, I know we're we're about to run out of time, but your mention of everybody has everything the same. Uh, let me tell you what that looks like, guys. According to um, according to what the um, the left wants, everybody having the same means that if you're a single person like myself, and you you get you do get an apartment that's absolutely free. Yes, you get to live there and everything, but you live in the same apartment with about three or four other people, one of whom is a um, is a government officer. They're they're just there to make sure that everything is said and done correctly. Well, what you get for yourself is one of those little um, capsules like uh, like they have in Japan for some, for those cheap mm. hotels. That's what you get. And then uh, if you want to if you want to eat or or uh, you know play Yahtzee or whatever, you know, you go into the common area. They'll have a little common area in the apartments. That's what you'll have. You won't have any windows. Uh, you know, except maybe for Microsoft Windows, you know, Microsoft Windows right. uh, mm-hmm. 2349 or whatever. Something uh, you, like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you won't have any windows. Um, you will not be able to eat meat because meat no. will be phased out, except, of course, for yeah. the moneyed few. You won't be able to, to no, eat meat. No, we, there, there's going to be one exception. Now, Dave, i got to interrupt you. Uh, there's a scientist, uh, it turns out he's uh, Chinese, by the way, mm-hmm. who invented, uh, because, you know, they invent. All the great stuff, as we know. Uh-huh. Uh, um, and he is, uh, no, he is not actually his name, so relax. Uh, but the scientist invented what is uh, called a poop burger. I, I shit you not. Uh, basically, what he does is he gets recycled <laughs> shit, and he takes the enzymes of the meat that was consumed by the, uh, the human, uh, because, you know, it would be cannibalism if you fed cow meat to a cow and then you took the cow meat out of the shit that the cow just shit it out of the cow well never mind i'm gonna get looped the out on that one uh but basically whatever you poop that you ate that had meat in it they're gonna be able to take the enzymes out and some somehow through sticky science regurgitate that back into a, a patty and then you could just heat it right up and eat it again so basically you're pooping out your next meal and uh, this uh, Chinese uh, doctor is on YouTube. I shit you not. You can look it up on YouTube because YouTube never lies, as we know. And oh, yeah. you can see it for yourself. And uh, he actually shows the process, how it works, and uh, a string of the poo meat uh, thing that he created. And he is saying this is a serious alternative. Again, I shit you not. Uh, to the upcoming crisis when it comes to food on the planet so if you think it's bad now in some third world countries like like haiti where they eat dirt cookies uh eventually haiti you're gonna get an upgrade how about shit cookies well huh? yeah yeah and, and when i mentioned meat what i meant was actual meat the only people that'll get that'll be able to um to to have actual meat will be you know the party bosses the people you know uh, right. i hate to say it the one percent everybody else will be eating what you're you're talking about shit burgers be, yeah yeah poop burgers <laughs> uh you know estrogen yeah. infused uh meat um you know meat 
substitute mm, the yummy uh, that kind of thing, and the rest of it will just be um, the rest of it will just be better. And, and as far as mobility goes, okay, well, yeah, you'll be able to have a bicycle, sure, um, and, and it might oh, even cool. have it might even have a little electric motor on it. You might get nice. that. But you're not going to be able to get, you know, like a, uh, you know, a nice rice rocket or or a Harley or anything like that that you could use to uh, motor around from city to city. You're certainly not going to be able to get a car. Okay, but but you can travel on public transportation if you're good, if you're good. Um, The uh, the Chinese uh, style social credit system will make sure that if you're not good, well, you won't be able to use a whole lot of that stuff. Yeah. Well, that, that, oh, that's, that's the future of that's the future of everybody having everything all equally, except of course that it won't be. It sounds so fantastic when you break it down like that, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, no, well, yeah, I'll tell you this though. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> I'll tell you this though, guys. Um, you know, if you want to hear, if you want to hear a way to oh. preserve, preserve things. Um, for the future, for a future that we may not even see, just go to uh, the, unble- the Unpleasant Blind Guy page at Spreaker.com and search for The Way Back. You can even you can even uh, search for this on uh, DuckDuckGo, your favorite yes. uh, search engine, and listen to that. It's, um, eh, you know, it's uh, less than an hour long, and it, sh- it shows how we win in the end. And, and not just on a biblical level, this is on a uh, secular level as, as well. We win yep. in the end, and this is a one way to do it. It may look like the left is winning now, but guys, there's, I mean, okay, living living through the next few years is going to suck. But oh, there's yeah. No reason, there's no reason <laughs> to despair. There's no reason, reason to despair because we will win in the end. Hey, when are you live again now? Tell the audience again when you're live so they can check you out. All right. Yeah, guys. Um, the English Defense League Radio Show, or EDL Radio, will podcast live on Sunday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern uh, here in the United States, and that's 8.30 p.m., of course, in the U.K., and we do about an hour-and-a-half program, and we're probably going to wind up finishing up our series, Satanus Ex Machina, uh, on next Sunday. And basically, uh, Satan is not just in the machine. Uh, Satan is the machine now. And, yeah. and, you know, so uh, that's when I'm going to be live. And, and oh shoot, I also am going to be live before that on Thursday at eh, around 10 p.m. Eastern on TECNTV.com. We'll be doing a, my normal Thursday night segment with uh, Ken McClinton, host of the Exceptional Conservative Show and CEO of TECNTV. So that I'll be live then as well. Um, oh so, my goodness! You're going to yeah. be con- you're going to be competing against me at 10 p.m. on Thursdays. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, well, hey, the, the shows well, are archived. Well, best of luck to you, brother. Yeah, well, you know the shows are archived, so you guys get a chance to listen to both of us. Quality stuff. And Angel, True. I want to I want to thank you for having me on, man. You're you're a great American. We need we need thousands more like you, brother. And uh, God bless you. And I appreciate you, man. Thank you very much. Likewise, man. You're a gentleman, a scholar, and you're always welcome back on the show. Thank you so much for uh, spending your time with me and, uh, you know, being there as a true patriot for this country. Everybody, this is the end of Inside the Jackal's Head on PSN, SoFlow, and hopefully you guys enjoyed the night and it went smoothly and flowed nicely like your last BM. Until next time. Uh, I am the one they call the Jackal. Some call me by my, uh, you know, legal name, Angel Espino. 
You can call me whatever you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. Uh, but until next time, we show right again into the darkness. Me and Dave now, we're going to go uh, chat off stage here and uh, maybe uh, conduct some activities that will help us take over the world. Mwahaha. <laughs> Good night, everybody.